Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's time for another episode of The Real World of Sales, the one show that talks about what it's really like out there. It's getting tougher or easier these days. Talking to some amazing people you wouldn't think have to work about sales, but uh, today we're going to learn about the magic of being a magician and how in the world he transformed into the fantastic fig. Welcome our host, Ashley V. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We have an amazing show today. Um, we have a fantastic fig. He's a top magician in America. He's performed America's Got Talent and The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So let's get real. So fantastic fig. We want to know, um, there's so much to talk about with you. You've had such a, an amazing experience and um, in magic and entrepreneurship and sales. So how did you get started as a magician? How did you decide to become a magician do magic? I used to be an attorney and uh, I met someone that said you, sh you should uh, get a business card to promote yourself and put your face on that card and show it to people. And because I was mm -hmm. famous for Christmas cards and wow that's great yeah i i, I used to have five thousand or five to ten thousand christmas cards sent out every holiday and i wanted to do something different than my marketing guy said you should get a picture on a deck of cards and you can give them out as a gift so okay I ordered sure a couple of thousand, couple of thousand and then someone showed me a little trick, just a little simple trick. And then I developed another little trick. Before long, I became a good magician over the years. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, you've had so much amazing experience as a magician, fantastic fig. And, um, you know, it's amazing you're on America's Got Talent. So tell us about that. How was it performing on the show? What was it like? It was amazing. I mean, first of all, I auditioned at the Biltmore Hotel. There were thousands of people all around the Biltmore Hotel in Los Angeles. And they put you in different rooms and they liked me. I And as they liked me, I got more and more parties. And then eventually I got in on the show. And, and uh, mm -hmm. the greatest show in the, in, in the world, I think. It, the stage yes, is off the largest stage in the world. What was it like being with the other contestants? In 19, when I, when I did it uh, 12 years ago, uh, I was just one, one of many thousand around the, the hotel, as I said, and uh, I was the best. Right. The best, card, mm -hmm. the best card trick magician. There were other people that one guy, one guy who was really good. He he uh, he, he put himself in a in a it was a big tank where he mm -hmm. shot him from one end to uh, a, 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 pan, a a big tunnel of water, and he survived. Oh my gosh! And other people did different tricks. 
and uh, I did I did my car tricks, and that was uh, what made me famous. And I'm 88 years old, and my fingers are still very good. My hand is very good. That's great. And mm -hmm. I'm just very unique. And so, Fantastic, do you think cells is as a magician is easier or tougher nowadays? Uh, it's just the same. It's it, it, there's more magicians, but when you're the the best or one of the best, you get a lot of business, and I get a lot mm -hmm. of business because sure. I'm one of the best. Mm -hmm. Right, definitely. Yeah, there's not um, a lot of magicians in in the area that have been on America's Got Talent. So that's amazing. And that's another thing I was going to ask you is, you know, when you're on a reality TV show, you get a lot of fans. A lot of people watch the show. They know about you. And when the show's right over, you have a lot of fans. So for reality TV stars, what kind of sales and promotions do you think, um, you know, are good in order to make money off of your fame? Well, your show's very popular and uh, hopefully... Um, well, I don't say hopefully I will get people call me because I know how good I am and how good your show is. Thank you, so fantastic. I will get, I will get uh, business out of this. Mm -hmm. Right. So interviews and um, publicity. And do you think, um, what do you think about some different like influencer marketing, social media stuff and sponsorships? Um, what do you think about all of that stuff that reality TV stars are getting a lot of nowadays? Like they say they use a product and then they get paid for that to post it online. Uh, yes, that, that works too. Like my everyone everyone knows my my name is unique. It's fantastic. Fig F I G. Oh, remember I, I have a good phone number three one zero two eight six one 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 one. Yes, everybody call fantastic Fig. Yeah. If you like him, perform magic at your parties, your events, your yeah. corporate events, birthday parties. Call him, book him. He's amazing. He's a star. And Fantastic Fig, you know, you mentioned about your name, and um, it's really unique. It's a cool name. How did you come up with Fantastic Fig? My name is Fijian, and people would always call me Feej, F-E-G, and Someone, some girl once said, you should go by Fig, it's a cute name. I, I like you, you're my Fig. <laughs> she hugged me and so I said, okay, that's my name, Fig. And uh, Wow, oh my it, gosh. It, it was amazing. a catchy name and Fig, mm -hmm. I like girls with good figures. And I, <laughs> I figured uh, that I should be a magician because I did a few tricks and when I did tricks people laughed and they, they thought it was great and I enjoyed entertaining people and I was known as fantastic big instead of just big. Wow, that's really awesome. That sounds great. I had a purple Excalibur that, was per that, that I drove around town and my license said just big, F-I-G. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. So it sounds like you've done a lot of different cells as a magician, different strategies, fantastic fig. So um, what kind of strategies do you recommend for other entertainers, magicians, 
um, you know, people that are um, doing performances. What do you think um, is really helpful? Well, you got, they, first of all, they have to have good hands. That, that's a good mind. And, right, for uh, magic. Mm -hmm. And if they want to learn how to do magic, they, they're, they're, what you said, teach. There's schools, people. Okay. Go to different schools. And, but I just made up tricks as I got, got along. Yeah, I see, definitely. I think that really helps you stand out versus other magicians. Yeah. And you've done magic for a lot of stars, Fantastic Fig. So tell us about that. Um, you know, tell us some parties that you um, performed at with celebrities. Well, the best is America Got Talent. And then there's yes, smaller places. But I do house parties. I do weddings. I, I've had hotels calling me. That's great. All kind of contact. People, people, people like to see entertainers, mm -hmm. and magic is one of the entertainers that, that I do. Yes, definitely. That's so true. And magic helps everybody. You know, it amazes everybody. It's so fun. You know, it's so happy. And um, you know, you have a lot of great tricks. I know I've seen them. They're amazing and. I still can't figure out how you do them, so it's really cool. So, Fantastic Fig, um, what you also perform magic on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So, what was that like? I did it twice. Uh, it was very good. I did uh, two birthdays, so she did me two times on the on her sixth birthday, her daughter's sixth birthday, and her daughter's seventh birthday. And uh, I was on that show. That was great. Yeah, sounds like it. Definitely. That's amazing. So you've done a lot of real, really cool magic shows and tricks on reality TV. So, um, you know, Fantastic Fig, a lot of people talk about, you know, when you're on a reality TV show, um, they always have new shows and things happening. So you have a lot of fans. But how do you continue to promote yourself after you've been on the shows? How do you continue to get sales? as a magician or entrepreneur, um, different marketing uh, things that entrepreneurship things people are doing? Well, probably the best show now is, is your show, uh, but with, without your show. Thank you I, so much. I get referrals from parties that I entertain. People always say, can I have your business card? I have a business card, my face on it, and my address. It's a fantastic big. And they take that and I might give out 10, 20, sometimes 30 uh, cards at a party. And I'm bound to get, you know, a, a few. It hardly ever happens that I don't get a referral from a party. I see. Yeah, definitely referrals are really helpful in um, sales. So that makes, that's very true for sure. I see you're saying. So, and what was the, um, what was like the funnest person that you ever tricked in magic? Like, how do people usually react? Like, what has anybody done that's been kind of like, you know, wow, they're surprised. I know I've seen people always, you know, shocked by your tricks. How's it been? Well, when I was younger, uh, Jimi Hendrix used to hang out at my house 
people would come to meet him, and they, in, in turn, they, they'd meet me. I used to go big parties. There were 300 people at my home, and uh, they wanted me celebrities, and so many celebrities that appeared on my, at, at my home. I don't parties anymore because I like doing parties with other people. Sure, yeah. I see you. Mm -hmm. Can I can I jump in and ask a question here? I can't stop. I can't help myself sitting here listening sure. to this here. Sure. Oh my goodness, you did Jim, met Jimi Hendrix. I'm of that era. Jimi Hendrix, come on. How in the world did you meet Jimi Hendrix? Um, I met him through one of his friends, and he just hung out at my house every every weekend. <laughs> You say that so casually. Oh, Jimi Hendrix hung out at my house every weekend here. So were you an entertainment attorney, or, or were you, or this is just by well, sure change? I was his attorney for a little while, and uh, I, my best friend was the, uh, the, uh, the top attorney for the city of Beverly Hills. They're just people, and they just like to be with other people who appreciate what they do well we appreciate what you do i gotta tell you though how did you pull off the biggest trick that we've had a couple of people already tweet us and say how did you go from being a big successful attorney jimmy hendrix attorney to being a magician did, was this just something you did for fun on the side and then it became more serious or was this something that you just really wanted to get into even if it meant giving up a successful legal career well, uh, being an attorney is hard work. I made I a lot think, of money yeah. as an attorney, and I created the concept of uh, shared space and made a lot of money until 1983 when the market crashed. Right. Filed Chapter 11, owing $15 billion. Oh, my goodness. And uh, that was very depressing. The whole market crashed. My bank went under, and uh, I then started doing magic just for fun, and decided it's more fun and better. I remember I did a divorce once where I got a girl, a woman, good alimony, a lot of money. She got the house, and she got the, the three kids, However, she told her girlfriend, and it got back to me, that she didn't get the dog, so I wasn't that good of an attorney. <laughs> he didn't do a complete uh, sweep here. Yeah, right. He, he got the dog, and she, she didn't. So things like that. Being an attorney is very pressing, mentally yeah. pressing. And uh, even though I made a lot of money and I had... 800 people working for me in 26 states. So oh my goodness. When the market crashed, I had to close it all down. Wow. And wow. I did, I, and then I went into magic and just, it was a natural change. 
But people must have thought you were crazy. Uh, you're, you're giving up that kind of success, that kind of visibility to do something that most of most magicians don't make millions of dollars. Maybe a few do, but most of them do it for love and for passion. Is that you, or is that why you do magic? I do it for love and passion. I, I found magic was entertaining. I like to entertain. I enjoy it. I do tricks that not everyone can do, and there's never a night. I did a party this last Saturday night. I had the, the, the girl's birthday screaming and yelling <laughs> how good I am, and she said, there's another magician here at this party. He came over and he said, well, show me a trick. And I said, what card do you want? And he said, the card. And I said, look on the chair over there. <laughs> He picked a card and it was in a chair over there. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And so he and she said, "I have no idea how he did that." <laughs> well, I don't know how I, I have no idea how you give up one very hard, high-powered career like being an attorney for Jimi Hendrix and others, and then magically move into the fantastic fig. That's a fantastic story. I, I just had to. I just had to clarify that because that sounds wild to me here. What do you think, Ashley? Yeah, I think it's amazing. I think Fantastic Fizz is so talented, you know, in so many different things. Being a lawyer, entrepreneur, a magician, and then a top magician on reality TV. And then Fantastic Fig, you were also in a um, Bruno Mars music video. Oh. Of course he was. Shows. Of course he was. Why not? He's on, on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. He's on America's Got Talent. You were in a Bruno Mars music video? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, they hired me to be a magician in the background with, with juggling with, with pins. Right. And I wore my tux. I go down there. And Bruno Mars, it was a 10-hour video shoot yeah right he told his assistant he wants to hang out with me in the tunnel (laughs) his assistant told me Bruno Mars wants you to hang out with him in the tunnel and I said okay and she said but but you're going to be a homeless guy you have to change (laughs) I said I I don't want to Change into a homeless guy. I'd rather be a magician with a tuxedo. Yeah. Yeah, but you'll have your whole face in the picture. In the shot. In the shot, right. And so if you go, if you go to point five zero on Mars grenade, it shows me my whole body for a second, and then it shows my whole face. For a second, all by itself on the wow. street. Wow. I only got three hundred, three hundred dollars for that. But that I was, I wasn't had as, I wasn't doing any speaking. I had also been hired on a commercial before that, where all I said was, "Ta-da!" <laughs> Ta-da! Wow, that's amazing. This is a small commercial. I got ten thousand dollars. Oh my that. goodness! Well, that's that's magic. Well, so, because the union, they say if you say one word, you get a, a lot of money. Yeah, right. Exactly. Whereas Bruno Mars grenade ads on YouTube, it says 
1.1 billion dollars a billion okay. viewers yeah right exactly viewers, viewers. right it's was a song grenade by um bruno mars his music video it's on youtube fantastic figures in the show or the um, music video so what's next for the fantastic fig you've done so much where you're 89 you should be slowing down here um well the covid slowed me down i'm still doing yeah i'm not I'm a little slower, like my fingers are still very good. Right, I can see that you're moving around for everybody watching here. Well, you... But fantastic fit, you said you have a new book um, that's going to come out soon, right? A biography? I'm writing, yes, I'm, I've got it. My assistant, uh, Michael, who's brilliant, is doing all the paperwork, doing a story. And and where did you come from? Give us the give us the sixty second summary. Where were you born? Where did you grow up? And then we know you were, became a big successful attorney. What happened prior to that? How'd you get into all this? Well, being born was nineteen thirty four. Wow. On a nice day, Los Angeles, where it was in the, the hospital where my mother had me. And I remember a few years later, they, she, she told me not to, to, to walk over here because the Indians were killing you, killing us. And so I didn't know about that. You know, that was that life was different. Life was different. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. And, um, I grew up uh, in Los Angeles and um, what your parents do? What your What your parents do? Were they successful? My father was a milkman, and my mother worked at the Department of Motor Vehicles. There you go. They didn't make a lot of money, but they they had they had a wonderful life. And God bless them. They're not here anymore because I'm eighty. Uh, yeah, they'd I'm, be a hundred and eighty-nine yeah, here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, they were both wonderful people, and. They raised me right, and my father was very strict, so I couldn't do anything. My friends, when they wanted to steal things, I was afraid to steal. My father <laughs> would give me a spanking. Yeah, so right. A strict father. And why did you go to law school? And where did you go to law school? Well, I wasn't going to go to law school because I was working at the, at Dun & Bradstreet after I graduated from L.A., and I, had, I was a top... Uh, traveling writer and I was very good uh, and my friend Conley, Conley Euler who was also was my age he passed away 10 years ago but he was my best friend he says Paul become a lawyer you don't want to stay with Ben Bradstreet and I said I'm having fun and I'm making good money he said no Paul you'll make more money and you get more girls. <laughs> That's the key. Are a lawyer. That's the That's key. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and he talked me to and I said, "Well, yeah, okay." And and I went to law school. And fortunately, I took uh, I, I I signed up to be a teacher, and I got a B plus in my box that you had to make. Right teacher I had to do it on some country and I got a B plus and all my other grades were A's and then I took a course in business education in two, back at UCLA then 
now they have small shows of 30 people or 40 people. There were 250 in the whole classroom. And I got the top grade in business law from and, uh, well, we're got to get you to get back to answering the phone here because it keeps ringing. There's people wanting to hire the fantastic figure. Is there a quick mm -hmm. a card trick you can show us here? Take us out, show us something on camera here, a little close-up magic. Give us a little sample of the fantastic fig here. That would be awesome. How did you meet the fantastic fig, Ashley? You, you, you stumbled into me. You were working selling websites or something? It was uh, one of my old jobs. Mm -hmm. um, it was about... Eight years ago. Name, name a card. Name a card. You want me to name it out loud? Yeah. Ace of Spades. Watch. Where'd you get the Ace of Spades? You just pulled it out of nowhere here. <laughs> That's right. It came it's from amazing. nowhere. Wow. Oh well, my gosh. You, that's so awesome. You came out of nowhere for us today here. I tell you what, that's a fantastic, cool thing. I'm amazed that you made the transition in life to something you wanted to do for fun and not just for profit. And you've made it a joy to be on our show here today. And many more years of success to the fantastic Fig, who at 89 is still pulling off the trick that we all want to do. He's still going. He's still having yeah, a good time. And, and everybody, you can go to fantasticfig.com, his website, where you can um, call and book Fantastic Fig to perform magic at your parties and shows. So make sure you do that. Okay. Thanks. Let's take us out, to Ashley. Anything else you want to say here? Give us some tease of any other future shows coming up here? Right. We have some really awesome shows coming up. Um, in July and August, we have um, some musicians. We have um, some horse industry guests. So <laughs> you know, it's going to be really interesting, yeah. definitely. Exactly. Well, stick with us, folks, as we keep exploring the real world of sales right here in Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio, streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beal Applied Innovation Center. <laughs>